What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I'm your host, Nestor Gibbs, joined alongside Ring Walk Danny. What up, champ? How you feeling? Back for another another one. And live the, from the win? Live from the win inside here, the Blue Wire Studios, man. I'm excited. I actually watched the episode of Ben versus Eubank Jr. Make Finally. the base count. You know, finished that about 60 seconds ago. And it was it was a good episode, let me tell you. I'm So let's get right into the a, poll, man. Because you you were doing that off air like 10 seconds before going live. You're like, oh, a bit negative. What, what do you mean? I mean, only the first option is a positive one. The second option, weak, weak production, not informative. That's negative. And then... But the, the, I don't think it's about positive or negative. I think it's just about... You know, what could have happened? It was either a great episode or it was a bad episode. You either didn't watch it or you either don't even care to even watch the fight. Like, I don't think they're negative. They're just options. What would you have put, though, my friend? Uh, I probably would have took out the I'm not even watching the fight and put it was good. It could have used more. I think that that is necessary because there are Americans that don't care. See, I educated myself, and I believe it was a great episode, and I learned so much. I felt like if they would have given me more characters, I would have finished by saying I learned so much about the father and the rivalry and why there is a feud. So for me, it was a great episode. Production-wise, Chris Eubank is everything I always thought he was. He's finally getting his opportunity to shine. Showtime didn't see the star that he was. Um, Matchroom certainly knew the star that he was, and that's why they tried to do the Golovkin fight. That never happened. And, uh, you know, he gets it now. This is his pay-per-view. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he's the A-side. You know, the 157 catch weight is closer to his natural weight than the 147 pounds of Connor. Eubank has always been a puncher to me. Now he's getting a punch on a smaller man. Um, I love the fight. And I'm just waiting for it to get closer so we can start making some bets. Yeah, I'm honestly intrigued, which I know this isn't something you like to do, but I like to do both. But I'm intrigued to see what prop bets we get uh, after the weigh-in. Because, of course, everybody's, uh, concerned about that 157-pound catch weight that is in place for this fight for Chris Chubank Jr., who has not made it that weight as a professional. So I think there's going to be some really good prop bets uh, week of the fight, especially around the weigh-in. So I want everybody to keep an eye out on that, and that's something that we'll be covering and speaking on as well. Yeah, man. I mean, what prop bet are you hoping to see? No, I think it's uh, really just going to matter. I mean, we saw, what, over 60 prop bets for the Shakur Stevenson fight this past Friday? Exactly why I'm asking you. Get creative. After seeing how creative Bovada got with Shakur Stevenson and Conceal, this is well, a bigger fight. I'll say this, that depending on how the men look at the weigh-in, I may throw a crazy prop bet, something like... Uh, you know, Eubank gets knocked down Oof. and still wins by knockout in rounds 8 through 12. 
I don't want to say too much because honestly, I'm not sharing the betting advice for this one. Uh, but that you know, I'm gonna just skip stick to the to the to the to the to the to this episode. There was no Roy Jones. No Roy Jones. And and Eubank is is training in Brighton. In the UK, yes. In the UK, correct. Uh, how do you feel about that? I know we kind of discussed this off air, so I'm leading you and hoping you're going to stick with your original thoughts, but it's also okay if you changed your mind. Yeah, no, man, I just found it interesting that they would exclude Roy out of this one. I wonder if maybe he just wasn't there during the filming of this and then went out there because I know he was obviously out here for the... Uh, the fights you were I got to stir the pot. Do you think it was financial? I know because they already had a teaser and Eubank went on to say that the money was ridiculous for this fight. He said, there, I said it. You want me to say I said it? it's ridiculous. I had to take it. You know, if the money's big, you also got to cut your, your, your trainer off of 10% mm. of that. You know what I'm saying? Three mil, 300,000. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what you're getting? Six mil, six hundred thousand. But you also count someone else's pockets by cutting that train off. If that's the reason. But you know, you could have just took it to, to the UK and Floor Roy could have been busy. And like Roy could be busy. And like I said, we don't know. He may be joining in <clears throat> at some point in camp. Roy was out here with Kevin Newman for his fight. He was here for the for his induction into the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame as well. So I know Roy was a bit caught up. This could have been filmed during that time. Roy could now be in training camp with Chris Eubank Jr. We will see. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the part two with how great part one was. And we will I see. I can't believe we have Roy in the studio and didn't ask him this. No, he told us. He told us he was still training him. But we didn't ask him specifically for this fight, though. I'm pretty sure we did. We got to go back and rewatch it. I'm pretty sure we did. Mm. You know, so uh, I know it's his father's old trainer. Uh, the gentleman he was doing pads with, uh, Coach Anthony Brown. I'm going to be honest, not too familiar with him. But I know the elderly gentleman, same uh, trainer his father has. So apparently... That he, guy was hilarious. Apparently he was in the room... When Chris Eubank Jr. was born. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So he's not biased at all. But he's hilarious. You know what he said? Mm. The only way Ben wins is if Chris Eubank Jr. trips and breaks his foot when he jumps over the rope. And they showed <laughs> Eubank jumping over the rope for, for a couple of fights. Uh, it was hilarious. So it looks like I'm trying to see who that coach was because I was honestly interested. Um, really can't find much information on on the guy, not the the young guy, the one that was on the pads. Mm -hmm. They showed his name. It said Anthony Brown, but Anthony and Brown are two common names. So even putting like trainer, there's multiple people coming up. But how do you feel? Uh, I'm Curious if it wasn't the finances or if they just wanted to have the history there, given that the trainer trained his father. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this is a very historic fight. I think that could have been it. 
Honestly, you know, because his in the brother, opening his, episode, his brother's in the in the gym as well. Harlem Eubank. There's a there's a moral a mural to uh, his other brother. And uh, did you notice that there's one of Roy as well? Oh, I didn't. Yes, there's one of Roy Jones Jr. in the background as mm. well. Um. So do you think I, it's the gym I remember him at? You know, I enjoyed watching this production and seeing him hit that pad machine where it's like seven yes. million. Like I only seen that with Eubank. I only know Eubank for doing that. Ah, ah, and he's kills that machine. So like I was all right. I get that. You know that 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 trainer trained his dad for the first fight for the second fight. Those were some good fights. They were, I, you know. I love that they but, added a little bit of that but, them highlights in there. But don't you think that we saw the improvements while Chris Eubank Jr. was under Roy Jones Jr.'s tutelage? Did we see improvement? Of course. I think you know. I, I've said it. I'm on record. I'm sure people laughed at me a dozen times or so for saying that Chris Eubank looked like our generation's Roy Jones Jr. Without a doubt. He, do, he does a marvelous job throwing that triple left hook. He stays in phenomenal shape. That's why I don't believe the three pounds are going to be an issue. Has he ever done it? No, but he stays in phenomenal shape. Genetically, he's an animal. So that being said, Ness, why wouldn't you stay with the trainer that brought the best version of you out of you? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Sell more tickets, sell more pay-per-views. So wouldn't then one assume... He's overlooking Conor Ben a bit. He doesn't no. think that highly of Conor Ben. No, no, no. If you for, don't have to stay with the trainer that brought the best version of you, you I gotta of you. watch the episode for those that didn't and want to believe that. Remember that in the episode he tells you those words right there. I can't lose this fight. If he loses to the smaller man and he feels disrespected, he didn't send Ben a contract. Ben, ben sent, sent it, him yeah. a contract, yeah. and Ben told him it's gonna be Ben Eubank. And you're going to walk first and wait for me. He's disrespected. He's like, this kid should be fearing me. Instead, he's sending me a contract. He thinks I'm slipping. He thinks I'm old. He thinks I'm ready for the taking. No, 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 no. Eubank is motivated. He went back home. So that's where it started. You know, fancy Eubank, Roy Jones Eubank, that's... That's he made it already. He back in the he back in the in the, in the slums, man. Back in his old gym. I like it. I like it, and I love the production of this. No phenomenal. I think production. he's a phenomenal. I loved how they kept going back and forth in time. It was great, man. Mm -hmm. It was very. I, I told you. I told you because six minutes in, I was already so intrigued and so caught up into the episode. So. No, I think uh, Eubanks stole the show, though. I think he's a. Uh, I don't want to say an actor, but he's an actor. You know, he's like laying in his 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 uh, stretching chair, talking about. You know, I don't just play video games. I stretch while I play, and and he's, he's always so more than. No, wait, he's always so more wait, than. Wait, he's but, like wait, but as he's laying there stretching, playing video games, he's in jeans. I'm like, bro, who the hell stretches in jeans? Yeah, like who like, are you fooling? What the fuck? But uh, you Beautiful know, home too It looked like a spaceship Let me tell you mm -hmm. Did you see it from the outside When they, when they did the aerial shot of, Bro that shit looked like a spaceship No bro um, He's living that life Silk Did you sheets. see the car 
Oh, yeah. I don't nice. even know what car it was because they kept showing you the aerial shot even when the doors came up. Yeah, that was nice. That but was I'm nice. like, wow. And it's crazy because Eubank had a beautiful car, too. I mean, um, Ben had a Bentley, yeah. like a GT. Actually, let me not disrespect that man. That was a double R. That was a double R. So, you know, they doing a thing out there, let me tell you, okay? They getting, they getting paid. They wow. Getting paid for sure. Wow. They getting paid out this world. And this will be a rematch. This will be a rematch. But uh, I'm going to check if they got any prop bets on the Connor Ben, Chris Eubank. As of now, there's 10 prop bets so far. Oh, wow. The over-under. There's already, there's already, oh, okay. And the over-under is minus money, and the over-money is minus money. The under and the over is minus 120. Is that crazy or what? The over-under is minus 120. So... Somehow the bookies think if Ben could do it, he's doing it in the eight and a half. And if Connor does it, that's the same person. But if Eubank does it, he's doing it under eight and a half. It's crazy. I mean, that's pretty even money. Yeah. Pretty even money. Mm-hmm. But Connor Ben money line is your safe bet at a plus 174. That's good money if you like him. I'm serious. Connor Ben plus one seventy four. What money line? Mm-hmm. That's great money. Yeah, I don't think he gets the knockout. How? How sway? Move. No, How? that's what I'm saying. You move, moving up in weight. First time in ten ounce gloves. Does your power even carry? You fighting a guy that? Only way you get the knockout is if Eubank is absolutely. Positively, Skeletor. If he's like a shell of himself. No, and that's why I'm telling you, I want to wait to see the weigh-in, man. The weigh-in is, is really intriguing to me in this fight. It's, it's intriguing to me in most fights, but this one especially, you know, this is uh, intriguing in two ways, right? Golovkin, Canelo to me was intriguing because Golovkin was moving up. Canelo was coming back down, but we've seen Canelo do that. We haven't seen either guy do what they're looking to do. Um, and it's going to be, you know, interesting. I think the win will tell us a lot on where they are physically. And that's where I think I'm going to be placing most of my bets once I see them hit the scale. Is that our guess? It is. Thank oh. you. So check this out. Uh, I said I wasn't going to tell you this, but look at it. I love Bavada. All right, so this is crazy. How much is that? Let me see. Do some math here. Oh, it does the math for you. Total stake $59. But you're only going to win one of those. That's not good enough. What do you think? I mean, I can't see what. What's the, your, what, what? 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 What percentage? You said your man was making two point percent, and you happy that he's happy making two point five. Two point eight return. Return. Two point eight percent return. So if you spend fifty two ninety two, you cover one through twelve, Chris Eubank to get the knockout. Yeah, but what if he he doesn't get the knockout? 
that's the only way you lose. See, he's basically doing the money lines. Like, I'm taking this one and I'm taking this one, but he takes them in different bookies. No, I know what your man's doing. I'm just saying, though, do you really think this guy who's been in there with, like, Samuel Vargas, like, did you see what he did to Reginald Quinlan and to Vierdom? Like, and the Nick Blackwell, like, he hits hard. Eubank ain't no slouch. Mm. All right, let's bring him on in. Should we go to intermission? If you guys want. It's all good. Oh, and that's exactly what they said. It was like, no, people like to cut right through the camera. <laughs> so, we are now being joined with our first guest. Appreciate it. And you go by the name of Over T PJ. Over T PJ. Uh, overt or PJ. Overt Flow. Mr. Flow. Oh, uh, Overt. Okay. One of the greatest YouTube boxers of all time. You know, whatever you want to call me. So wait, but you're you 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 are a YouTube boxer, but you're you've been on YouTube for how long? Uh, I started creating gaming content in 2009. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's you been really, a minute. It's you been really a had a, a head start. You know, you what would was think that three years into YouTube, right? They started in 06, no? Yeah, yeah, the, correct. You would think that I would be further ahead. Where are head you? Start. Where are you? Um, on YouTube, I have about half a million followers. And then TikTok and Instagram and other platforms, I, I have about 3 million to my name. And then with the other accounts that I run, about 10 million. So, But you started off as a YouTuber and somehow you've fallen in love with boxing, I'm going to say, because if I'm... Correct. You have your own promotional company for boxing or rather boxers that are influencers that are boxers. Correct. So I, I am one of the uh, one of the heads over at Happy Punch. The owners of that are Keemstar and Fuzzy. And then I think that we have a uh, Sam. Wait, Hi. Your opponent? The dude you didn't you fight him? Which one? Uh, Sensei Fuzzy, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. So Sensei's on it as well. He's actually a team captain of all the uh, YouTube boxers, right? And he just fought as well. We have a ton of guys. Like, I would say that most of the talent that you see in the YouTube influencer boxing game are all with Happy Punch, oh, which wow. is amazing. Yeah, but the main owners are Fuzzy, Keemstar, and then I believe that Gideon and Sam Hyde own a piece as well. But the guys who founded it is Keem and Fuzzy, and they brought me on to kind of do some strategic advising slash I'm going to be fighting as well. And I just have a lot of connections. I'm, I'm born and raised out here in Vegas, so you know how that is with the uh, connects that you have. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's like the major thing that I'm working on currently. And it's really, it is influencer boxing. Happy Punch is influencer boxing. So how many fights are you promising these influencers, influencers per year? Um, well, that all depends on the amount of events that are happening. But as far as like, the company, it's pretty new still. And the first event that's happened since we've been really created is the KSI 02 Arena event. And with that, um, every single fight on the card was a Happy Punch guy. Pretty much every fight except for the main event. And then half of the announcers were Happy Punch as well. Wait, so the last Mitzvits you're talking about where the he misfits, fought twice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we so co-promoted. So you have the guy from New York that was with Saddam Ali? Slim, no. Yeah, that's we, the guy we, that upset someone. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We didn't have Slim. No, oh, okay. You getting him or what? That hey, was a that um, was a good win for him. We're in talks. Yeah, that was amazing. He he uh 
be my one of my good friends. I consider him like a brother. Temper, Faze Temper. Yeah. And Temper's good. Temper's not uh, any type of slouch. I've I've trained with him before. I'm Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, so I actually no, come I seen from that. that. You do Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah. I come from that. I'm much more of a wrestler Tell than a boxer. Me, being born and raised here, also doing Jiu Jitsu. Have you been to High Rollers? Uh, you know what? Actually, I've been in talks with them. Um, I was supposed to go see the uh, the headquarters, but I never I never got to. The guy that I was talking to ended up leaving, I think. So. Oh, okay. we'll go today. Don't, All right. Let me know. <laughs> what are we doing after this? So, that, we can we're, go there. We're, we're, we're giving you a walkthrough. After so, this. I love it. I love I, it. I got to ask. Uh, I see I see the chain. Mm -hmm. So what? And I see in, in your bio... So what's your involvement with FaZe Clan? I, I love I love FaZe Clan. Now, I would consider all those uh, boys to be like family. To okay. me, you know, we all came up together. Uh, YouTube, early days, Call of Duty community. A lot of people don't realize this, and I, I feel like the bigger this gets, the less people know. Most of the big influencers that you see nowadays, or even the people in the uh, boxing, in boxing space, in the NFT space, in the crypto world, all, most of these guys that are leading the pack our former Call of Duty kids. So I don't want to say that maybe we had a, a bunch of bright ones with us in the beginning, but all these, I think that they see, they, they have good foresight. So you look at somebody like a Faze Banks, who's been involved with the Call, the Call of Duty community for forever, and now he's like one of the heads in the community for the NFT space, where you look at somebody like Faze Temper, who is one of the owners of Faze, right? And now he's doing the YouTube boxing. You look at me making Call of Duty content in 2009, and now I've branched out to doing a million, a million different things. And this YouTube boxing thing happens to be one of them, you know, which is which is amazing. So, yeah, they're doing big things, man. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, gaming has never been my thing, mm -hmm. but they still made it across my radar years ago. Yeah. And, you know, I keep in, you know, I watch other sports. So the signing of Bronny, Kyler Murray, Lil Yachty, yeah, like, big Isn't that all crazy? that shit, bro, that shit's nuts. So to me, that's amazing, but it's not like I come so much from the gaming space that that was like, it gets people like you though, right? It gets eyes from, from people who maybe aren't involved in gaming, which is like totally smart, calculated business moves. But yeah, as far as my involvement with FaZe, um, just, I've just been around so long. We're all boys. I consider a ton of them to be like family to me. And, um, it's bigger than just like phase clan is the dream of every gamer kid that came up that told that pe their parents told them, Hey, gaming is not getting you anywhere. You know, I've been paying all my bills with gaming since 2015. So, and I'm doing like, I'm on a podcast with you guys. It's going to sure. be somewhere, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. But I want to ask, it seems like your channel went. To sleep, like you're mm -hmm. not really. What, why are you not making content anymore? So I, um, as far as YouTube is concerned, I was really heavy on the gaming wave. And back in 2017, I'm not sure if you guys are super familiar with it, but there was a thing called the adpocalypse that happened, mm -hmm. where all these advertisers pulled out of YouTube. So for me personally, um, as far as numbers are concerned, I went from you know making five figures a month to making minimum wage off YouTube, and that kind of made, and that was my only source of income. And it made me realize uh, there, there's got to be more than putting all your eggs in one basket, right? So I started kind of doing more man manager work and doing more um, like brand deal activations with major companies and stuff. And so I started kind of going that route and helping a lot of other creators and just getting more than one source of income. And from that, um, obviously, I have a name in the space still in the gaming community. I think that if you don't know my name, you, have, you at least know stuff that I've been a part of or stuff that I've done. And so from there, I ended up signing a deal with TikTok, getting on TikTok. I have like 2 million on TikTok now. Um, I run a couple of accounts. I 
uh, work with G Fuel, a huge, huge sponsor of mine is G Fuel, which is also, I have one right now. Walked, woke up, came over here, popped the G Fuel, hanging out, which is nice, you know. Is hey. it good? It's, it's good. So, but you didn't bring us any to taste. Yo, I, that say, I been saved the, you a couple of sips in here, That would have ah. been the best commercial. You could have got my editor to clip it. G Fuel would have been ah. so happy for See, you. See, you know, I should have put some in my pockets. But if you want a sip of this one, <laughs> it's right here, you know. You there, there's a like, sip of this like right here. Yo, right so, he's actually, so he's actually drinking. It's not like. Yo, because I see KSI and Logan Paul all they're just the carrying the prime. They're, and, right, and, right, they right. Care, and I love it. I love it because it's promotion. But I'm like, yo, you know, maybe actually take a sip. You know, have a full can. It's good, man. It's good. They they uh they sent me a bunch of that stuff. And it's prime is good. I'm super happy for Logan and KSI on that. Um, amazing. And it, and it tastes very good as well. So what's the uh the goal or the plans with Happy Punch? Obviously. One event down, mm -hmm. um, what's coming next and what are the plans? So as far as that, I would say that uh, the plans for Happy Punch, $100 million company, you know, that's the plan. And every major event uh, coming up, Happy Punch is going to be involved in some way, whether or not it's we have fighters in the ring, we do the promotion for the event, we co-promote the event, we announce for the event, we do the in-ring announcing. Happy so Punch is involved ask, in every way. Why are you not helping these guys the we just had him on our show, the fake Drake and yeah, M yeah, to the MK. K. Um, so MK is one of my really good friends, actually. I, I think that I've heard you guys' name before a couple times, which is cool, right? So I actually haven't seen a bunch of your content, but I've heard your name, which like the whole like you don't follow gaming, but you heard phase, right? Absolutely. So that means you're crossing over, which is nice, right? We should. Of course, bro. But as far as the MK thing is concerned, I've talked with him a bunch. Um, he's one of my really good friends and He's just in a different ballpark with the celebrity boxing, you know? And by the way, I think that he absolutely stomps fake Drake, which is great, you know? But I think that with celebrity boxing, it's just a little bit of a different community than the influencer boxing, right? But for me... But isn't he... Because I we interviewed him, and he, he calls himself or considers himself the first celebrity YouTuber. Oh, so for that's sure. What he's saying celebrity... He's saying that celebrity and influencer is different. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes. So... I would say that MK, he was like one of the first pranksters on YouTube. And he's definitely, he's like one of the guys that all these other people model themselves after. Like, even if you look at somebody like uh, Vitaly, who's huge, what, 10 million, 20 million followers, something like that, modeled his stuff after MK, right? A lot of the original pranks came from him. And yeah, I would definitely consider MK more for, I expected him to have an influencer boxing match before he had like more of a mainstream. The celebrity boxing is much more mainstream. You got guys like uh, Lamar Odom or Aaron Carter fighting yep. on it, right? So that's a little bit of a different vibe than what we're going for. But I think that I, I think that Happy Punch and MK, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And um, I'm biased, though, of course, because he's one of my good friends. I think that makes a lot of sense, though. And I think that after he uh, after he utterly destroys and decimates fake Drake, I think that he should get on Happy Punch. That's my personal opinion, and that's how I feel about it. I got to ask, so... I go to the YouTube, oh. I'm sorry, to the uh, Instagram, and I see you have the Jake Paul and Anderson Silver poster, mm -hmm. and I see you have the Mayweather and Deji poster mm -hmm. on the Happy Punch promo page. So what is the involvement with those events, or is it just simply promotion? So um, as far as right now, I'm not sure exactly what I'm able to say, right? But we are going to be involved with, like, every event, and we are promoting, like, every event, because that page right there is going to be... Just, uh, we do everything, man. That's like the content, obviously. We're going to post about every single major thing that's coming up. Gotcha. Um, and we are going to be involved with pretty much every event coming up. So 
Um, yeah, we do every one stop shop, man. We're, we're starting a podcast too. We got everything, um, everything going. I want, ha we all want happy punch to be like the one stop shop for everything. Influencer boxing. For sure. How big can, do you think the influencer boxing can get? Because, you know, not everybody's going to want to get punched in the face. For sure. And you already see that. You already see that there's a ton of influencers that don't, that don't do it. There's millions of people creating content and how many people have competed? Maybe, maybe 100, you know, and maybe less than that if we're looking at very truly relevant people to the space, right? So with the whole influencer boxing thing too, people ask, how long can this live? People have been asking me, how long can you create gaming content and make money off of it for a decade, bro? <laughs> you know? So with the influencer boxing, man, I competed in 2018 on the first Logan versus KSI, Jake Paul versus Deji, me versus Face Sensei card. And in 2018, people were like, yeah, this is a one-off. And now you see where it is from now. And I've even talked to people in the pro boxing space uh, that just say that there's way more money to be made in the influencer space. And to me, influencer boxing is to professional boxing what WWE is to Olympic wrestling. Right, you got the hardcores that watch every pro fight. You got the hardcores that all go watch Olympic wrestling, but you're not gonna. But you, you guys know who Roman Reigns is or who uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is. It's just much more name value. So I believe that the influencer space is gonna continue down this path until it becomes much more akin to a WWE than professional boxing. If that makes sense. I mean, Logan definitely crossed over. Yeah, oh yeah, there we go. He's on WWE. He mm -hmm. signed a deal. And they had a press conference for him the other day. It's funny because he had the press conference to announce his fight with Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I haven't watched WWE, swear to God, in like 15 years. But you know that. But I showed up to cover that <laughs> event because I was like, it's fucking Logan Paul. And I had heard of the name Roman Reigns before, yeah. but... I could, like, outside of him, I didn't know any, I don't know any other big names. The Undertaker. He's <laughs> right? still around? I don't, I don't know, bro. Okay. I don't be watching it. But I do know that uh, I will, I will compete in the WWE, and I will fight uh, Logan Paul and Roman Reigns at the same time. Probably win. At the same time? At the same time. It's a, yeah. So, you got to be going to Saudi Arabia for their event, right? You know what? Um, I really am so bad at this, and I'm sure that you guys can, uh, agree with me to some extent. You guys actually have a planned podcast though, but my my life is so, like I don't plan more than 48 hours ahead of things. I might go to Texas tonight, you, you know, plan, and I have no a, idea. That's more planning than me, shit. <laughs> Good the man. studio barely could get the thumbnail on time from me. <laughs> <laughs> shit, 48 hours in advance, you're doing well. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, no, if I, if I uh, have the time <laughs> and if I'm able to make it, then yeah, for sure. But I, I know that I have, I'm going to be traveling all for the next two months, like, every couple times a week, maybe something like that. So I, I really don't know. Uh, so I know when it, I think it's uh November. When is a uh, Hassan Rockman Jr. V the 19th. They pushed it back to the 19th. Mm -hmm. So you guys have involvement in yes, that. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Rock is actually signed. Hassan Rockman is, he's been one of my friends since I've been like 14. Uh, he trained me for my boxing fight. I got him for a few weeks to help Wait, me out. Wait, he signed nice. a happy punch. He signed a happy punch, yeah. So you got him this fight? Yeah, yeah. Well, he... So he... Because, wait, is happy punch management, promotion? It's everything. That's the thing that's hard to explain. And you guys already know in, in this whole influencer space, how do you explain to people what you do? Sometimes it's like you're a man of many hats. For it's sure. It's hard to say one thing that this is all we do. Happy punch does everything. Um, he had the fight with Jake... And then that got canceled, obviously. And then um, he announced this. I want to make sure that I get everything right. 
he announced this Vitor Belfort fight at the O2 Arena with the Zone for the KSI event, and then we signed him after. Yeah, so that's how it went. So what does Happy Punch do for Hasim Rahman Jr. moving forward? What is what is I don't know. What is the so partnership? Moving forward, the partnership with uh, us and him is obviously uh, the same thing that we do for all our guys, just getting their name out there. Because look, before he before he was supposed to fight Jake, uh, nobody knows him in the influencer space, right? Nobody mm -hmm. knows him in that influencer space besides that, you know, he trained me for a few weeks, might be the only connection that he had to the influencer space. And now with him fighting Jake and with him getting this, or with him uh, potentially, or the, the Jake thing that got canceled, and then him fighting Vitor Belfort, now he's in the influencer space, he signed a happy bunch, and we do something so much different than the mainstream, whereas like, if you're known in the mainstream, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be known KSI is not going to fight you, right? Logan Paul is not going to want to fight you if you're just a mainstream guy. But this is a whole different community that now we're putting his name out there. We're going to secure him some big fights, some big bags, able to get him into all the promotional content with all these influencers, being involved with, you know, the KSIs and the Logans and all these guys of the world, just having his name out there much more in this internet space. And um, and he he's awesome, man. He's like fully embraced stepping into this realm because now he's going from the professional fighting into this like, celebrity influencer boxing. And I was talking to him the other day. I'm like, hey, no matter what happens, like you're going to look good. You're going to step in here. You're going to make some some big bags. Yeah. You're going to beat some name opponents. And then you could go on and win a world title or whatever you want to do. This is just like a bonus for right. everything, right? It's beautiful. So I know the card was originally supposed to take place for the second Misfits boxing. Now it's taking place yeah, for yeah. the third. Why Austin, Texas? Um. I have no, I have, I have no idea. Okay. I have no involvement in that, but I do know that Austin is pretty cool and Texas is a nice place. Uh, so I assume it just uh, is a big city with probably some good venues. I, I, I don't know. There's much smarter men that handle that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was just curious if, uh, you know, if there was like some plans, mm -hmm. you know, specifically with Austin because we see fights in Texas all the time. Yeah. In other cities, but so, what can the fans? Expect, I mean, you're talking about a one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. What can, what will entail everything as as that one-stop shop? Can we see future, uh, uh, maybe a, a venue for consistent events or, oh, or something yes. like that? Yeah, so um, I, I don't know. See, once again, I don't know how much exactly they want me to share about it. But yeah, we're going to be seeing like full-on Happy Punch events, the, the podcast. The news outlet, you see the Instagram, we report on every single thing that happens every single day. If you go on there, you'll see every major announcement for YouTube boxing, for influencer boxing. So we really just want to um, be the primary focus for whenever someone, when a fan thinks, hey, I wonder what's going on in the influencer boxing world. They check out the podcast or they check out the Instagram or they come to the TikTok or they come to the Twitter or they, you know, <coughs> fans of some of us will come through us. And uh, of course, we want to do our own events. And if we could have a, a one-stop headquarters where we could do the events, the press conferences, <coughs> maybe we get a gym going. Maybe we get a bunch of stuff going. Who knows what's on the horizon, you know? I don't know. Yeah, so uh, my producer says, what strings can you pull to get Floyd's uh, bodyguard, Jizzy Mac, back in the ring versus Ness? I'm determined to get this done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, who, who's, who's he versus you? Versus yeah. Yeah. You absolute maniac. Um, 
Did you see that fight? Yeah, I seen the fight. I was talking to him last night. I'm friends with how Jizzy Mac. How many rounds did that end up going? I just watched the highlights, man. I just watched <laughs> the highlights. As everyone else did. You know, and it's crazy. And it's always, you know, when you get highlighted, I've been highlighted. Everybody who's fought has been highlighted. And I want to, um, uh, man, it, it, it was crazy. It was a crazy <laughs> highlight for sure. You said everybody's been highlighted. Everybody's been highlighted, bro. If you fought at any at, at any point, like, you've been highlighted. I've been choked unconscious in front of thousands of people. I've been KO'd in front of thousands oh, of people, you man. know? Um, but I just, I, I think that, uh, I don't know, man. I was thinking about that because look at the Deji versus Mayweather card and then look at some of the people fighting on it. Why would, uh, you know, why would Jizzy Mac not step back in there for a big bag against, uh, against an influencer, you know? I mean, the biggest boxing podcaster there is. <laughs> there you, there you go. The biggest. <laughs> and that's not me saying that's the numbers. You know? it, it's just the numbers. And also he is physically very large as well. Yeah, no, he's short though. He's, no, he he looks you, bigger. You're physically very oh, yeah, large. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm pretty big. A big guy, but I'm thin. I'm thin. He's he's got all the size. He he is muscular guy. Yeah, he goes to. Uh, I I see him at the gym, and he's always a nice guy, man. So <laughs> I hit him up yesterday. How I was he like, lose to that little dude though? That was embarrassing. I'm a <laughs> man. You know, sometimes little guys be the quickest. That shit was crazy. Yeah, out there. Uh, I got another one. It said, "Would you be interested in taking a position in establishing a pro boxing promotion?" in charge of social media and or helping uh, strategize getting boxers some notoriety. Would I be interested in that? Man, I, I got so much on my plate, but, you know, hey, if it, uh, if it makes sense. But will, will Happy Punch not continue to sign regular boxers to give them that crossover appeal? For sure. We have, we, we have some, like, uh, like, regular professional fighters that aren't super big in the influencer world. We have some of those people signed to us. And, you know, um, we're, we're going to continue doing that. Happy Punch is going to continue to grow, man. We're really super new. Like, I've only, I think that maybe six months old, something like that. And so within the first six months, you see the Instagram, you see the, like, uh, the numbers on there, and you see what's going on with it. All our platforms verified within the first six months. We have, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of views already. And we already co-promoted with The Zone and Misfits, KSI, for this, for this O2 Arena event, completely sold out. Uh, half a million pay-per-views. So as you can imagine, it's only going to get huger and we're going to keep signing, you know, big names in the space. We just signed some kid who's got like, y'all definitely have seen him. Um, Jay kind of funny. He's got like 30 million followers on TikTok. He, uh, the Chupapi Munyeno guy. Oh yeah, you guys yeah, signed yeah. him? We just signed him, yeah. So who's he going to be fighting? Jake Paul? I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Yo, yeah. The why? big Chupapi himself. I, I know exactly. <laughs> you know, Yo, like, he's why? on TikTok Yo, all day. yeah. I see his videos and I'm not gonna lie to you. Yo, I'm surprised somebody ain't beat the shit out of him already. <laughs> well, you gonna see uh somebody tried to soon. Why? What happened? Bro, because he literally <laughs> walks up to people in public, like at the store, and like will fuck with them, like put a broom in between their legs up their ass or some shit. He'd be doing that. Yo, all his oh, videos are so 10 he wants shocks. He wants shock uh Values. Views. Yeah. Yeah, shock value. He'd be like going in the grocery store, like whispering in people's ears, like like in people's ears at the store, just nonstop. And he's, yeah, he's a he's a good kid, man. Great kid, honestly. Good kid doing good pranks. Kid. Yo, hey, no, good kid, I'm, nice kid. Yo, because I, I wonder sometimes. I'm like, yo, is this just stays? And not just yeah. with him, with so many content For creators. Sure. Um, and I, sometimes that's. I'm totally cool with it, but sometimes it's like you can't tell. Mm -hmm. And to me, those are the worst because like. It's like, but you'd be watching. I, sometimes, yeah, <laughs> but you'd right. be watching. Though. Sometimes, you're right. Nah, but for real, here's what's going on with him, man. I think the reason why he blew up so big is because so much of his stuff was not staged. 
you know? And of course, when you look at content like that, sometimes you'll see a little collab where you recognize a cameo appearance from somebody else. He's like pranking somebody. Then you go, wait, that guy's got like 2 million too. Oh, okay. So that's like a little collab. Right, right, right. But so much of his stuff is straight up not like not staged. And that's why he got so big, I believe. So what's next uh, for you guys in terms of events and or signings, any press conferences? What what can we expect from uh, Happy Punch? So um, we got, uh, obviously, this upcoming, the Misfits and all that. Of course, we're going to be covering the Deji versus Mayweather, the Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. So that's official. This is all. So this is not. So no, the Deji Mayweather, that's official as far as you know. As far as I'm fighting? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's been official. Yeah, that's a super Why official. Why is Mayweather fighting Deji? I'll tell you. I'll, you want my speculation on it? And nothing's yeah. been confirmed by anybody. I've talked to people, and I have got zero confirmations on this. I'm gonna say what I think, and knowing because I know all these guys, right? So I kind of understand their because it's how like they yo KSI is right there, ten right. times bigger than him. Why are you fighting the little brother? Uh, little KSI. So here's exactly what happened. Ready? I'm gonna tell you for a fact. Allegedly. All right. All right. For a fact, allegedly. For a fact, allegedly. <laughs> Mayweather goes like this. Yo, KSI, or Mayweather's people calls KSI's people. Hey, we want Mayweather versus KSI. JJ, KSI, JJ's not taking a fight that he can't win right now. But I guarantee you, he, he thinks He served that, his brother up. Yes. I think, that he, I think that he goes, yo, I don't want the fight right now. Um, maybe in a year he fights Mayweather because I think that KSI- Believes, and who are we to doubt him? Look at what he's done so far with everything in his life. I believe that he believes if he trains for a year, he can beat Mayweather. So he's not going to say yes right now, but he will say, you know what? You can't fight me, but my little brother. But what about a two-fight deal? Because, see, we talked about it this morning. We said maybe he's fighting Deji uh-huh. to build up the build- KSI fight. Like, oh, I beat your brother now. KSI has to come and defend now, his brother's now, honor. Cause, yeah, Because now... Uh, KSI could be like, I'm, you know, avenging my brother's loss. Yeah, yeah. Family. Make it bigger. Storyline, storyline. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honoring the family WWE. name. WWE, bro. See, this is what I'm saying. We love the storylines, man. You don't get storylines like this in boxing. In boxing, it's this. I'm tough. He's tough, but I'm tougher. That's the storyline for every fight, basically, you right? You ain't lying. So look at this storyline, man, with Deji. So first off, I want to say this. W Deji, Wedgie, Deji, absolutely going to smash... Uh, Mayweather in this fight, I want to say this on November, November 13th, right? November 13th? Yeah, yeah. I want to say this. The greatest fighter in the world is going to be in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, okay? It's going to be absolutely over. Deji's an insane this maniac is promotion? in there. No, this is not promotion. This, this is, is, is he this part is, of Happy Punch? What's going this on This is here? true True thoughts, true He just beliefs. got the text. He just got the text just like, like you know, yo, we signed Deji too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just texted me. But this is going to be uh, an insane thing. And like you said, with the storyline, I think that uh, KSI said, not me right now, but you can fight Deji. Look at his event numbers for the DAZN, for the Misfits boxing. He pulled the most numbers of everybody on the card. I think he has 5 million views on his fight, and that eclipses every other fight on the card. So it makes sense from a promotional standpoint. For Mayweather, he sees, yeah, it's not KSI, but look at the views. Clearly, the numbers make sense. But where? But it's happening in Dubai. It's, in Dubai, not, yeah. it's not DAZN. Coca-Cola Arena. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the whole. I don't know the the back room deals things happening. Are there. you going? 
Uh, I would I would like to go. I'd actually like to fight on the undercard, man. So I've been putting my name out there. I don't want to brag. Ring number 13 in the official uh, pound for pound rankings for the influencer boxing oh, uh, rankings. Yeah, I got pound for pound rankings. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we got, it was officially sanctioned by the uh, by the governing body of the UK. So oh, we all know. <laughs> of course that it is. It's very serious. Yeah. You know, of course it is. Yeah. Why would it not be? That's where it's born and raised in the UK, the influencer boxing space. So yeah. number 13, if they need somebody for the undercard, I'll take on anybody and everybody on that card. Why not? You know, they're going to have what some more influencers. What weight class do you fight at? So I normally walk around about 215. Oh, wow. You're trying to fight heavyweight, no, no, bro? No, 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 no. I walk around about 215. I actually walked here. I've been trying to get it in where I can. I walked about three miles here to you guys. because I, I was Yeah, yeah, yeah I walked about three miles. No, but you're going to take a cab back. Trying bro. to get, no, no, no. I got I to gotta hit it. Right now, I'm walking around light. I'm like 190-ish, 190 when I wake up. So you're about to walk another three miles back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I walked. I've been walking the strip and stuff. So I'm probably going to walk the strip for another three miles and then go home, stream a little bit, do all that. But I'm waking up about 190. So right now I prefer to fight 185. Wait, is that a fucking power bar? Yeah, yeah. You already know, bro. 120% extra in there. Bro, that's like a freaking brick, bro. I'm like out of here. It's little, little brick, brick boys. But he said I'm out here, little I'm brick boys. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but I'm, I'm ready. I have some opportunities, too, for uh, 175 pounds. Uh, I've always fought 185s, but I want to stay low in weight. So if, yeah. I, if this opportunity happens. How tall are you? 5'11 uh, and a half, but, you know, six foot in Tim's. Six, <laughs> six two in heels. <laughs> nah, this guy is funny. You got to add another inch in Tim's, another <laughs> inch and a half. Oh, yeah, so, six so three, bro. Who's yeah. going to train you now? Uh, I'm going to be training with Rock. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So when when when's this start? As soon as you get a fight, or are you gonna uh, get in there before? Know, bro, I've been I have offers every week for fights. It just to me, and I was talking with my uh, with my coach. What about, about I night. dubs, man? I dubs, yeah. I He's mean, too small for you. I think I think actually no, I could make. I think that it would be the same way because well, I'm, I meant I meant I meant in terms of popularity. Oh, pff, I'm too small for him in terms of popularity. Oh, so he might not take. He it. don't want to lose to the the less. What known guy, obviously. You oh, know? so he's not taking it. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I don't, I don't think that he would take that. But um, yeah, I, I'm really my weight is light right now, so I could fight anywhere from 175 up to 205. I don't mm. care, so I, I would do that. And there's a few names in there, but it's got to be the right name, the right opportunity, the right, the right event. You know, if you take the wrong opponent on the, you know, if I take the 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 right opponent on the wrong event. It just doesn't make sense. If I take a lot of money for the wrong opponent on a small event, it doesn't make sense. So it's really about who's the best opponent with the best bag on the best event because I do have name value. I'm a pioneer in this YouTube boxing space. I introduced Faze Sensei to KSI, and he trained him for the first Logan Paul versus KSI event. So it's like I'm really in the mix, man, and I think that I, I'm in a position where I can, uh, you know, call my next shot, which is a nice place to be, and I feel that I, I have that right now. But you're coming off a loss. I'm coming off a loss to the number two ranked guy, you know? The, literally the number two ranked guy. So, so is the two going to fight the one and the one is KSI, right? Uh, so I'd have to look at the rankings right now. I think the one is, I think Jake Paul might be up there as like on the pound for pound. I think it's Jake Paul at the top. I could look but right he's now. He's with Showtime. Y'all not getting him but on it, the zone. No, yeah. That's going to have to be figured out. But um, I'll go through the, the, the rankings right now. Nobody look at my Instagram. Very serious over here. You know, this is an Private adult. ranking. Hey, it's an adult Instagram. You know, what do you want from me? <laughs> so, you guys, it doesn't matter 
who it is because if you just did an event with the Zone, which was the Misfits, mm -hmm. now you're gonna have involvement with Jake. That's on Showtime. Floyd in Dubai. It doesn't really matter for you guys. So we're, we're just, just covering everything influencer boxing. It's not like if if we. My internet's not working. But either way, the rankings, I fought one of the best guys in the world in the influencer boxing game. Allegedly. I could allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so I could really call my shot with whoever whoever wants next. What's you know? up with Dr. Mike? His I think he just, he just, he's, he's kicking butt. Pro, stay right? away, stay away. I'm stay not away. fighting him. He's, who is he fighting? He's fighting one of like the Diaz Army guys, right? He just, oh, yeah, Chris just, Avila. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And he bodied dub. stay away from Dr. Mike. Yeah, Dr. Mike is good. I think that Jake just listed him in his top five, too. He said that uh, for Jake Paul's top five, he listed Faye Sensei number five and Dr. Mike number four or oh. something like that. So, yeah, it's like pretty... Uh, See if you can get McBoom on a comeback. McBroom, right? Who is supposed to fight McBroom? I think that... Uh, no, he just lost. He just lost. I think that they were suggesting Temper fight Broom, but Temper just called out Alex Wasabi, which... I would have liked that fight too. Me versus Wasabi would have been nice as well. But uh, Wasabi fought on your last card, though. Uh, Wasabi fought, uh, or, he's, or he fought in August. He right? fought Deji. Okay, he fought yeah, Deji in the August card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that was the last time. But yeah, Temper just called out uh, Deji. Wasabi, fucking good. He improved. Deji's good. No, he improved. Improved, but good. Like, but I don't know how good he is yet. But he like from that first uh -huh. pay per view YouTube. Yeah, like the original one, right? Him versus Jake, Jesus, and, and, and that last one, night and day, bro. He's he's when night I say and day. so, I'm an optimistic guy, right? And I'm a I'm oh. a guy who looks at stuff half full. That's good. Not this guy. Watch out, man. Uh, oh, Mr. Oh, Negative over here, no, Mr. Beard Mr. guy, Mr. Realist, Mr. Realist. That's what they always say, bro. <laughs> right? Be like, I'm not negative. I'm just real. All right, man. <laughs> You're taking the wind out of my sails, buddy. But. With Deji, man, he's always been good. Every trainer he's ever had is like, this guy's naturally very talented, but he wasn't ever training hard enough. And I know a ton of guys like that. We all know um, when we train or whatever, there's always guys that you see that are very, they they just get things. They pick things up fast, but then they don't put in the work or whatever. And you got to have that, what is the quote? The Discipline. Yeah, you need discipline. Uh, hard work beats talent when talent's not working. Like, know that's it. what it is. And now you see Deji, though. I think, he, like you said, night and day difference because now he's working. Where does... Uh... And I think he's the contacts. I think he's using contacts now. Oh, for his eyes? Wow. Believe so. Oh, wow. Makes sense. He can see. What does... Uh, where does Gib go from here? Bro, Gib is an insane maniac. That guy has the most heart of maybe everybody I've ever met in my whole life, dude. <laughs> shocked me, let me tell you. <laughs> really, really? Oh, yeah. Shocked the world. I'm going to shock the world. Uh, that's a in, that's a meme. But, yeah, uh, Gib is great, that guy's man. funny. Gib is insane, man. I, he has so much heart, and he's perfect example. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Anison Gib, 2022. I believe it's a quote that he made up. Because you look at Austin McBroom, talented. You look at Gib, hard worker, man. And um, Gib was not supposed to win. Yeah, you know, well, he, I, I didn't see Gib losing, to be honest, just because I've known him for a minute and I've seen him train. I trained with him with Faye Sensei before his, uh, when was it? It was uh, it, it was for his Jake Paul fight. But just watching him train, you can tell that he's got something Bro, that a lot of people don't. Yeah, he got body by Jake. Body in the Jake fight. I but didn't, rematch, I didn't never... I never thought that Gib would be good from that fight. From that fight. But also, so like shout out to him. Shout out to him for, you know, turning it around. And no. he's very short. Yeah. I feel like he's very small and compact. 
He, he is compact. Yeah, <laughs> he's a compact guy. But yeah, I think that that's a moment where you see. Because uh, if you've seen Gibbs' previous fights, he always had a lot of heart and he always um, kept coming forward. But I think the Jake fight was something where uh, the the pressure of the moment got to him and stuff. Because that anytime it's way different to fight in front of all those people. That's the oh, biggest yeah. moment of his oh, career, yeah. you know. No. Then so no, what you guys are doing? Listen, I'm getting laughed at. Because I'm defending Jake. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like his first six fights are probably tougher than any boxers. No, you you're know, right. There's a few boxers that have had tougher tests uh, because, you know, guys like Lomachenko and some others that took real tests. But um, for Jake to be fighting very famous people mm. on a... You know, Huge. superstar stage. Yep. Not even Floyd did that. Floyd's first fight yeah, wasn't yeah. on fucking pay-per-view in front of 30,000 people. You know, it just wasn't. Everything that Jake does is under a microscope. Like, you know, like you're saying, when you see, when you meet a professional boxer or you see professional boxers, you say, oh, what's up? You box? Okay, cool. Uh, seven and oh. Oh, amazing. Nobody looks at the Who records. are you? But, no, they, who are who you? Are, it, yeah. Jake is, like you said, the microscope from the beginning. Every all of you guys. Fight. All of you guys. And... You know, a lot of, I was going to ask you earlier, how do you feel about, you know, so many professional athletes or boxers saying, you know, YouTube boxing, like they look down on it in some parts. So, um, I, I mean, be, I'm not expecting you to say anything tough. I, either. Got, I got, I got something tough. No, I mean, they're athletes, come, not you. Come see me at the jujitsu gym only, though. No strike. <laughs> 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 but I actually just filmed a, uh. I filmed a little segment the other day with Ken Shamrock, if you guys know who okay, Ken Shamrock nah, is. Okay, he came to our other yeah, studio. To our other okay, studio. absolute yeah. legend, man. And he's like super big believer in the influencer space. Um, we're working on some stuff coming up, which is amazing. And uh, to me, the people that matter say, um, I, I have a funny story and then I have a good story that's going to make clear my point. So I was, on a, uh, I was on a plane to London and this lady was talking. She goes, yo, uh, you're an MMA fighter? And she was just sitting next to me, right? And I was like, uh, no, I do jujitsu, did a little bit of amateur boxing, you know, <laughs> nothing. Been like these hands though, lethal. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you box. Uh, what, what, uh, where at? What do you do? Like, who are you involved with? I was like, well, and you know, most people know the name Jake Paul. So I'm like, oh, uh, she goes, oh, I'm on a boxing commission. Where, where, where do you box? And I go, oh, well, I'm involved in the influencer space, like, you know, Jake Paul or whatever. And she's like, shame on you. Turns away, doesn't talk to me for the rest of the flight. What? Like, what? She's like a 60-year-old lady, boxing commission. It was probably Adelaide Bird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what you going to do, misjudge my flight? shame on you. Yeah, shame on me, bro. Shame on me. And then stop talking to me for the whole flight. So That was a long-ass flight to London. It really was, too. You're going to not talk to me for 10 hours? <laughs> That's how hard it is. Just talk to me. It's all good, bro. Just, said, just talk to just me. Just talk to me, man. And now here's my, here, here's my good point. So Mike Tyson, I think on his podcast or something, I've seen the clip, I don't know. But Mike Tyson was saying, um, YouTube boxing has influenced more kids. Like the sport of the popularity yes. of boxing is more popular than ever with kids under 25 or whatever. Right now, and Mike Tyson goes, that's because of Jake Paul and influencer boxing. I agree, man. So Mike Tyson saying that to me means way more than some lady on a plane. That's my point. That's, That's right. Feel, and know? it's true. That's and it's it true. Is. It's true, man. Um, I'm a big believer in, 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 in uh, what you guys are doing, you know, and I believe that, the, that there's a, a place, a space, mm -hmm. and some of those guys can cross over, you know. Uh, For sure. You guys are going to receive a lot of hate from these lesser 
known professional fighters that feel like you're taking opportunities. They've been working all their life. And it's like, bro, they've been working. You've been working all your fucking life making content. You put yourself in a position to get these YouTuber fights. So, you know, people just need to stay in a lane. Thank you. Yeah, and for sure, man, even if you look at any major uh, combat sports, look at the UFC. People talked about Conor getting better fights than them because he talked more. But at the end of the day, it's prize fighting. It's not fighting. It's prize fighting, right? So we're not like uh, some Shaolin monks in a temple just working on the skill. you got to be out there. you got to be talking and presenting yourself and promoting yourself. And it's the entertainment business. And that's why I'm saying Happy Punch needs to consider, like, media relations because mm. you ha- you guys have a network where it's like you know you share something and and uh, 20,000 other influencers share it that fighter who you shared is a little more popular today because of what you guys were able to do because you have a different it's different um it's a different demo mm-hmm. it's a different demo from my boxing demo like you know so yeah i think you guys think, should consider I, I, I think you guys helping have- Fighters get that publicity they need. And I think you, sure. guys, you guys have um, something that's pretty general, right? Like gaming is something that everybody does mm, for yeah, the yeah. most part. Boxing is like super niche. Yeah. You know, so I feel like you guys just relate and reach so many more people in America and just globally. For sure. You know, gaming is something that... Crazy. Super Dude. niche, man. And speaking of niche, uh, uh, you know, I'm black belt jujitsu, and I, I wish that there was uh, some YouTuber MMA or influencer MMA, but obviously that's way tougher than, uh, you know, fighting with little pillows on your hands, so people are more scared of that. But I'm wondering about hosting my own event just, like, as a personal side project, passion project, where I maybe do some influencer fights with some smaller influencers, like, we're talking half a million around there, people that I can afford to pay out of pocket to come For up, sure. show up. And then maybe I sprinkle a little grappling match, me versus... Bradley Martin or whatever on top of that. Something exciting, though, to get people interested in, like, the grappling side of things because I really do think that there is a... Uh, it's niche. More niche than boxing. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a way to sprinkle it on top that makes it a combat sports card, kind of including everything that people think, will be excited about. I think after this interview, our conversation would go well because you 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 fit right with them and uh, probably could bring an event to their space. Mm. Exactly what you want, because that's what they do. They roll around. They got all that shit over there. Yeah, yeah. We uh, well, when did you start Border Wars? You've been doing that shit for a minute. Yeah, too. I've been doing that for like thirteen seasons. So, it's been a minute now, but it's it's not what you guys are doing. You guys are like influencer on influencer. For me, being a radio show host, because this is a YouTube. It's live on YouTube, but we take callers, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube has live engagement and interaction. So. You know, being on the internet for so long, you know you get your trolls. So it's like, some of those guys are real. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys are not just there to troll you. They really think they're tough. So it's like, yeah. we started <laughs> we started our own kind of league and uh, allowed our listeners to get the feeling of a real fight. So they get the ring walk, they get the, you know, the fight gets recorded and everything. But we do headgear in yeah. 16-ounce gloves because we understand it and ain't no game. trolls come in, man? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. I love. Bro, I mean, how, I love how many times have you fought in it? Four times. Yeah, I fought in it once. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I gotta watch this. I gotta see this. Yeah. yeah so literally, uh, it's called Border Wars because it literally was like Canadians versus Americans. Yeah. Like, the like first Afro, one ever first was one. like Canadians. Uh, like seven Canadians uh-huh. flew over here and fought like seven of us from America. And, and now it's called Border Wars because these people uh, are on the border of being tough. Maybe. Well, because every it's it's open to everyone. Like <laughs> yeah. we've had we've had a. Uh, a woman fight from uh, the UK, a guy fight from the UK. Uh, okay, so it's, cool. it's, it's you know, from everywhere, you know. But it's more, uh, I'll be honest, it's more definitely in America. We get more uh, Americans. These but, trolls are being, they're, they're like on well, the border of being well, fighters? Not, I mean, they're not all trolls, right? Like, it'll be some people who are just diehard boxing yeah, yeah, fans, and they're, they're like, hop in. I want that. I want to wear a ring outfit. Yeah. I want. For the experience. Absolutely. That's cool. That's Bro, super cool. We've had like, Former journeymen who like get that itch again, like yeah, you know they watch the show oh, and they okay. get that itch and they're like fuck it. So you know we try to match people yeah. 50-50 fights or close uh-huh. to and yeah we make them submit footage. We a lot of stuff you know. And y'all been bo- y'all both box? Yeah, well not professionally, but yeah. But y'all been training like yeah. training a long time, or you just yeah. had love for the boxing? No, game I've or- been training for a minute now, uh-huh. but yeah, I just had love for the boxing. Okay, and you know. With my dad watching it, it's just something I've always been in love with. Like I'm, I don't watch any other sport. Never have. Yeah, yeah. I've never even seen a Super Bowl. I'm like that, but with MMA. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. See, at least we exist. Yeah. Because <laughs> people look at me like, "What? You never watched the Grand Slam?" And it's like, "No, man." Hey, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong though. I'd be going and eating all the food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's funny because I had a, a coworker who. He was super big into MMA, like I was boxing, uh-huh. but he actually did the grappling. Yeah. So he's like, I invited him over to spar one time, and you know it didn't go well for him. He's like, let's fucking grapple, and I'm like, Bro, I'm not gonna roll around with you. <laughs> like, what I the fuck? You like, like, I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> well, buy me a drink first. I'm, no, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Bro, I've I've been that guy actually that you say buy me. I've I've been that guy. I was just telling Unc this. I had the first time I had gin and juice mm-hmm. was a Super Bowl Sunday. One uh, my uncle's drunk neighbors just you know gin and juice. I'm like fuck it, I'll try it. He just got super like in my face. He's like, bro, let's wrestle, man. He's like, you played football, I played football. Like, let's wrestle. Let's I'm like, wrestle. I'm like, bro, I don't wrestle. <laughs> That's the so, alcohol. So man. <laughs> then he got in my fucking personal space. So I just like. Pushed him on outside. Oh, you like, did the lineman move. I pushed him on outside, yeah. and then we just... We ended even, up fighting? Yeah, we just threw down. <laughs> I didn't expect to go that direction. I thought it was going to be like, but we were cool, so we just had some nachos together. Nah, whatever. I, see, nah, nah, then we threw down. See, because, <laughs> right, because like, bro, I feel attacked. I don't... I, I, no, no I do. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't grapple. <laughs> Motherfucker, so yeah, we gonna fight. We, we gonna fucking fight. Look, I'm not mad about it, bro. Listen, oh, okay. Man. I feel attacked. You shouldn't be attacking people. You know? Yo, I, trust me, I did seven years in the service. I can't tell you how many times I saw guys get drunk and they wrestle. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. No, it's the alcohol, bro. You bro, gotta stay away. When I get drunk, I'm trying to find a girl and fuck. I'm not trying to wrestle another yeah, guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, very, not, that's not what I'm trying to do. Very true, but you know. It's the alcohol. It makes people aggressive. So were you into boxing uh, before this, or it's strictly always been jujitsu for you, and, you know, this opportunity came, so you you started training in boxing? Uh, okay, so with the... Uh, I've done martial arts my whole life. 
right? So I did, I started boxing. I did a few months of boxing when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. I've done Kung Fu, karate, kickboxing, jujitsu, judo, wrestling. I've done like a ton of martial arts. Um, my dad was, uh, he went, he, I forget what place he took, but he went to state for wrestling, um, in high school for himself. So I, growing up, I always like wrestled, uh, and jujitsu is just kind of my thing. And with this, uh, Logan Paul versus KSI with the event that I was on, uh, I had introduced sensei to KSI. They were training together. Uh, sensei wanted a fight and he had two opponents that were like big in the fighting community that, you know, were making both claims that were training fighters that do that were doing all this stuff that ended up, you know, canceling their fights with him because I think that they didn't want to get like, um, get beat and lose credibility or whatever. And so he was going to end up not fighting on the event. So I was like, Hey, look, I do jujitsu. I'm a combat sports, uh, athlete. Is it boxing? No, but I'll hop back in the, I'll hop back into boxing training and I'll fight this guy that nobody else wants to fight. Uh, and he was also the only professional on the card at the time. So I just took a fight that nobody else wanted. And, uh, it's because I have combat sports experience and that's how I got into the boxing thing. And now I pay much more attention to boxing. Uh, of course I pay way more attention to the influencer side of things, but now I'm kind of aware of some of the, um, guys in the professional boxing space that I wasn't aware of before. And, uh, I'm going to continue to, uh, you know, pay attention. For sure, man. Well, I think those are all my questions. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Please don't let us forget because this just happened to us. Yeah. We told somebody, oh, we'll talk as soon as the show's over. And then we forgot we to bring it up. So, But we will talk yes. as soon as the yeah. show's over. We're going to take this quick picture. Well, well, uh, yeah. That's well. GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Please give your uh, Instagram as well. Uh, please follow me on every um, social media app that you have. It's O-V-E-R-T-F-L-O-W, Overt Flow. Uh, I'm verified everywhere. If it's not verified, it's not me. Also, please uh, follow Happy Punch promo on everything and also uh, G Fuel Energy. I run those as well. Thank you. And Uh Bring Walk Danny catches tomorrow, 6 a.m. Pacific. Peace. Peace.